Thank you for listening to the Manage Smarter Podcast. Your hosts, C. Lee Smith and Audrey Strong, navigate new ways to hire, develop, and retain talent, helping your team soar to higher performance. This is the Manage Smarter Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Manage Smarter Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming. I'm Audrey Strong, Director of Communications for SalesFuel. And I am C. Lee Smith, the President and CEO of SalesFuel. Hey, Audrey. Yes, you are. Hey, Lee, how are you? All right. Well, Merrick Rosenberg, how are you, sir? I am great. Oh, my gosh. You're here today. We are so pleased. Merrick Rosenberg, if you have not heard of him, is the co-founder of Team Builders Plus and Take Flight Learning. He authored The Chameleon and co-authored Taking Flight. And that's all about disc assessments, which is what we're going to talk about. Yeah, it's about the disc styles. Yes. Right. So about the disc styles, and there are four. Do you want to give us a primer just for people who are listening and are not familiar with it? Sure. Well, actually, what I do is I take the disc styles yes. and I relate them to four birds. I want to make them easy and accessible. So that dominant style is the eagle. They're take charge, they're assertive, they're direct, they call it like it is. Then you've got this I interactive parrot style. And if you think of parrots, they're chatty, they're fun, they're social, they're optimistic and upbeat. And they want crackers. Absolutely. Parrots yeah. are fun. Because yeah. it's social. <laughs> they, then you've got, you've got the doves and that's that S style. It's supportive, they're harmonious, they're helpful, Ooh. compassionate. I guess so. And they're at weddings a lot. Yeah. Right. And of course, the owl, which is that conscientious C style. They're logical. They're analytical. If they're going to do something, mm-hmm. it's going to be right. And you've done over 30,000. What was the statistic I read? I have worked with about half the Fortune 100 companies, led disc training for about 30,000 people. Wow, that's amazing. And so, and so when you do disc training, you know, what do you train people on? Who do you train and what do you train them on? Well, the beauty of disc training is that it's really learning about yourself. And so you know, the subtitle to my book, The Chameleon, is Life-Changing Wisdom for Anyone Who Has a Personality or Knows Someone Who Does. <laughs> and, and the beauty of that is it really can be anybody. So it's, it really is everyone from the C-level down to entry-level staff. And it's about learning how to communicate, how to work better with others. Uh, from a sales perspective, it could be, how do you read your customer? From a customer service perspective, it's, I have an upset customer. How do I deal with that person mm-hmm. based on who they are? So that's customer service, but I also know that you equate your, uh, your disc styles into sales as well. Well, yeah, you know, if you think about it, if you're selling an eagle, And let's just take any phase of the selling process. You are trying to close a sale with an eagle. You can be blunt and direct and Mm -hmm. just say, all right, you ready to sign? What if you did that to a dove? Mm -hmm. It would push them away. It might repel them. So the power of understanding the styles in a sales setting is that you can treat them the way they need to be treated. Let's backtrack one second. Before we get into your chameleon selling program, Let's say uh, I'm familiar with the disc styles, but some people are uh, hybrids. Some people are not as easily uh, categorized into one of the four. Do you have any advice in that? Because, you know, eagles are super obvious. And what kind of bird would that be? Yeah. Would it be like a turducken? Yes. Would it be like a turducken? (laughs) If I have a difficult client, I'm going to go, would you mind taking this assessment so I can talk to you? (laughs) That's one of the keys of the selling process is being able to quickly read the person. And it is true. There are some people who are what I would call that pure style. They're an eagle, parrot, dove, or owl. But most people are a combination. You could be the parrot eagle or dove owl. But the beauty of that is once you understand the four styles, you could look at somebody and say, you know, that person's got a lot of energy and enthusiasm of the parrot, but they're also pushing this process along and asking me about what results I'm going to get. So you look at that and say, I'm feeling some parrot energy. I'm also feeling some eagle energy. They're both fast paced call it like it is, get to the point quickly, uh, as opposed to provide tons of detail that you might provide to the owl. And so how would you teach a salesperson then to sum uh, up then 
their client or prospect and try to figure out, okay, which bird are they? How do you figure that out? What The beauty of understanding someone's style is you can figure it out from so many different sources. You could look at it in an email. Imagine a parrot email. Probably mm-hmm. has a lot of exclamation points. Mm-hmm. You could look at it in Capital owl. letters. Yeah, like, hey, listen, I'm news. a raging parrot, and I don't <laughs> do that. You are a raging parrot. But you I don't, are, do, that. I don't it, do that. The parrot is going to have a lot of energy in their email. Oh, well, totally. But you can have a secondary yeah. style. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And not to mention your Slack messages, especially if I change something in one of your press releases, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now take somebody who's an owl. If they write you an email, how much detail are they going to provide you? Oh, a lot. Oh, a lot. So even just from an email, you can you can tell somebody's stuff. But the eagle, ah, uh, that's a tweet. <laughs> Direct and to the point. They don't even need the rest of the email. It's in the subject line. Mm-hmm. Where you could tell a dove email, it's, hi, how are you? I hope everything is okay. So from an email, you could figure out their style. From their body language, you could figure out their style. Uh, just walk into their office and the setting, how they've set up their office, you could tell their stuff. I have a friend of mine who's, who, who's a raging eagle. And <laughs> the thing is, is that she will not even, when she sends an email, it's like everything is in the subject line. There's no body to the email. It's just all subject line. What it's more like, is there? I mean, that, that's eagle if I ever heard eagle. What else do you need, Lee? I, I guess mean, not, on. but it's like, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they hand it off to the owls who fill in the details. Okay. Yeah. Every eagle needs an owl? Is that what you're maybe suggesting? or? It it might be helpful. Okay. <laughs> so let's go to like 10,000 feet with this because I'm enjoying this conversation. Um, so the, it's Manage Smarter is the name of the podcast. So I am a sales manager. I am a sales leader. And now I have my team. Talk to me about how I can apply the disk assessments and filter that knowledge through my team to better performance. Well, the first thing that to understand is what managers often do is they create an environment in which they themselves will thrive as opposed to an environment in which their Mm -hmm. people will thrive. So take, for example, you have an owl who's very process-oriented, very detail-oriented, and they're managing an entire team of parrots. So they've created systems and processes and checklists and deadlines and systems. (laughs) How do your parrots feel? completely boxed in. They feel like, whoa, I'm not empowered. Don't, why did you hire me? Squawk, if you squawk, let me think. squawk, squawk. Yeah. yeah. And, and why does the owl do that? They've created an environment for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so one of the ways that you can use the styles as a leader is to say, I don't need to create an environment in which I will succeed. I need to think about my people and satisfy their needs. Because if I satisfy their needs, guess what also happens? My needs get met as well. Well, and that's also one of the things I think a lot of managers sometimes struggle with is the whole issue of when, when thinking about their needs, thinking about the employee needs, is that sometimes they feel like everything has to be equal. And I, I'm a big believer that you know fair is not always equal, but equal is not always fair. What do you think about that? Yeah, well, take the amount of information you provide. Is it fair to provide a little bit of information to an eagle, but a lot of information to an owl? Sure it is, because... That owl needs a lot of information. The eagle doesn't. I'm satisfying your inherent needs. And when I satisfy your needs, you'll get And as an eagle, I will tell you, I have a strong need for brevity. Right. Get to the point because you've lost my attention span. I say it all the time. Be brief, be brilliant, be gone. Mm, Totally. (laughs) Walk in, tell me what you need, and then you're gone. That's interesting. Although I would worry, I came out as an eagle on a different assessment at one point, but I feel like I want more information, not as much as an owl would need, right? to make a, an informed decision, uh, do you risk uh, being too short in sharing with the eagles where they might m- make a wrong choice? I always tell people that 
looking at someone's style and figuring out what they are and reading them quickly is just the beginning. One of the steps in the process is to see if in fact you've read them correctly. So if you figure out that they're an eagle or you assume they're an eagle and you just get to the point quickly and then they start asking you a lot of questions, mm -hmm. then you should say to yourself, you know, maybe they've got a secondary owl style here and I need to turn the dial up on the information that I'm providing. So it's not just a, they're an eagle done. It's try that out, see how it's working for you. And then you ad adjust as you go. All right. So the chameleon selling program that you have, how can our listeners get a hold of you to find out more? So takeflightlearning.com. Uh, you can go there and you can learn all about chameleon selling. And it's, it really teaches you about how to sell to all different styles. I mean, you think about it, you walk into an organization, would you sell a company like Zappos Shoes, which is a very parrot-like organization, mm -hmm. the same way you would sell Lockheed Martin, which is a very owl organization. Mm -hmm. And most people don't even think about the personality style of an entire organization or culture. And what if you walk into an organization and we're into a staff meeting, a sales meeting, and you've got four people in four different styles? How do you sell that? So it's really all about infusing the four styles into the selling process. So we always talk a lot about metrics, you know, so it's where the, where the, the podcast for data, the data-driven manager, right? Mm -hmm. So obviously the metric, it seems to me, that would easily most reflect uh, those people actually using chameleon selling or whatever would also be the bottom line sales, right? Are there any other metrics, though, that, that, that will reflect success after going through your program? You know, it really is. It's a sales issue, right? It's a it's how is this helping what you're doing? I, I always say, you know, so many organizations that we work with, they have a system. They have their name for what it means to build rapport and, and they have their <laughs> name the for what thing. it means to close right. the deal. And they have their name for sharing features and benefits. And that's fine. You know, use whatever names you want for the process. I always say that this program, it's like it's like a recipe. You've got your recipe. We're not going to remove anything from your recipe. But you ever just sprinkle that one extra ingredient and then you say to yourself, now it's better. And that's what this is. It's, it's adding on to what you're already doing and taking your existing skill set to the next level. Yeah, because people are complex. It's not, you know, A to B, linear, simple Simon all the time in terms of personality types that are in the room. Right. So yeah. would it be accurate then to kind of say, to sum it up as say, okay, you're, you're helping salespeople uh, speak in a manner in which they can be heard? Yeah, that's the theme, right? It's okay. don't great. impose your style on others. It's speak the way they listen. Right. Speak the way they, they, they the platinum rule, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we do this all the time. You know, you take two sales folks and, or, or two, two customers, they go to buy a car and they, they go into the, into a car dealer and you, you say, Oh, I love this model. I love this car. And then you go to another dealer. It's the selling the exact same car, but you picked one of them. Why did you pick the one you picked? And it's probably you just felt like that guy. I really liked them. I, I connect with them. And that salesperson will never know that it was their personality that caused them to lose the sale. They'll say, eh, you win some, you lose some. You can't close every deal. But in reality, it may have been that you just didn't connect because you didn't read them right. I have a story I, I, along those lines. You mentioned Carr. And I, I, I want to tell this story to everybody who will listen to this story. This is how you win a customer for life. And, it, and it's because they did exactly what you're talking about. I had to take my car in to be serviced. Uh, I got a brand new Tesla, but it wasn't brand new because it was a dealer demo. That's how I could afford the Tesla. But anyway, uh, 
had a problem with the seatbelt sensor. So they said, okay, fine, we'll replace the seatbelt sensor. And I made some comment about how cool uh, the Model X was with the Falcon wing doors that open up since we're doing birds. Those are great. All right. And they said, oh, really? And so it was like a phone call was made all of a sudden. And here comes a Model X. and said, okay, well, here's going to be your loaner car for the, you know, for the time your car is in the shop. I said, oh, that's fantastic. So uh, time passed, and they started texting me about up- updating me on, on, on the status of my car, which I've never had that happen before. I thought that was great. And, uh, okay, we had to order a part. That's fine. And, uh, oh, by the way, since, you know, since your car's already here, they said, we're gonna get, there's a firmware update or whatever that we can install for you, and we'll do it for free since your car's already here. Is that okay by you? Well, yeah, I'll twist my arm. And I said, well, what's it going to do? I said, it's going to make your car faster. I was like, I said, it gets even faster? I was like, so <laughs> I'm loving no this. You should have said no. <laughs> no, I don't want to, my car to be better performing. What the heck? So the, but here's the, here's the best part. So the next day they said, okay, the part came in and we're going to in, in, install here and we'll let you know when your car is ready. Is there anything else that you need or want from me? Well, and I hear that, that's an invitation. And so I had to be a smart ass. And I, and I said, Oh, oh I, uh, I'd, I'd really like a Johnny Walker black. <laughs> and they said, we don't have any Johnny Walker black, but we do have Johnny Walker blue. Will that do for you? They, that's what they text back to me. <laughs> and, I, and I said, that sounds great. LOL. And I, and I was just, I was thrilled with that. But then the next day I go to pick up my car and they hand me the keys and I, and I open the car door and in the center console sits a brand new bottle of Johnny Walker Black. See that? And it's like that. It's like, so what, what was great that they picked up on the fact that I like to be, be, I like to feel like I'm special once in a while because, you know, sometimes leading a company and everything like that, I mean, you, you take a lot of shots and that, and, and you know, it's what's, it's what you sign up for. But it's like, I really like that. And somehow they picked up on that or whatever. And it's like, I will tell you, I went from being a lover of the car to being a lover of the brand. And it's like, I will tell the story to anybody who will listen because that is how you win a customer for life. That's right. Well, they satisfied your needs. And when you satisfy people's needs, whether it's a customer or whether it's an internal employee or direct report. Or a really stiff drink. There you go. <laughs> then, you know what? That's how you get loyalty. Yeah. yeah, and you went from being a, you were interested in the brand, you are now a brand evangelist. I am, I am, totally. Which, you know, it'll take a lot to undo that, I would Oh, say. yeah, they would have to sell me a lemon or they, <laughs> or two, actually, to, to, to undo that, yeah. Oh, my God. Merrick, we could talk to you all evening. It's been fascinating. Anything else you want to add? Uh, I would just tell you, uh, pick up a copy of The Chameleon, uh, yeah. and uh, it'll teach you about the personality styles. It's a collection of fables. And it teaches you about the eagles and parrots and doves and owls. And, and that's a book that's not for the birds. <laughs> or for the bird-brained. Okay. It's like, how many dad jokes can I cram into one podcast? Okay. Thank you, Merrick. We really appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on iTunes, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at salesfuel.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.